Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. My name is Mike Archer, and as of a few days ago, I've been fire watching from my tower in the Wyoming woods. What I thought would be an easy five months to myself to help me focus on my writing has actually turned into something completely different. I've heard some strange things in the woods and over my radio, including creepy whispers and classical music. Are you sure you weren't dreaming? That's Amber. She's in Tower 3. I'm in Tower 4. She relays all my information to the ranger station since I'm too far out. She's a nice person, but she doesn't believe the things that I've heard. I wasn't dreaming, Amber. Well, I didn't hear anything last night. I slept like a toddler after a sugar crash. Something strange is happening out here. Like what? I don't know. Tower 4 is a new series by Seven Land Productions. This thriller follows a new fire watcher as he tries to uncover the mysteries of the Wyoming woods. But are there actually strange occurrences, or is he starting to go stir-crazy? Visit sevenlamb.com or search for Tower 4 wherever you listen to podcasts. Seven Lamb Productions presents to you End of All Hope. Season 4 Episode 9, To Thrive. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, locked again. Was that... I think so. Ahead of us? I think over there. Plan? There was an exit about two miles back. More backtracking? Do you want to have another close call, Jay? Come on, this way. We had been on the road for a whole day. We followed 70, but once again, diverted often. Much of the highway was blocked by vehicles, and even when it was clear, part of the road was tore up, destroyed. We were now doubling back for the third time in less than three hours. But I couldn't really complain. At least we were on the road.
This place look good enough? I'm good with stopping. Let's check it out then. Jay, stay with the bikes. What? Why? Me and Kylie are going to make sure the place is safe. <sighs> I can do that. You stay with the bikes. <sighs> Come on, Jay. We'll be right back. We were at a gas station off of some smaller roads. We were surrounded by untouched woods. The gas station, though, looked to be ransacked. Broken windows, broken door, litter, an overturned truck. We had been on the road for six hours. We needed to stretch and eat. But once again, Kylie and Ambridge were treating me like I couldn't handle myself. Like I couldn't contribute. Which was complete bullshit. Hello? Hello? Ah, no one's home. Jesus, man. Give me a warning before you barge in like that. Sorry. You're lucky I don't have a twitchy finger like Jay. I just walked around the side. Nothing. No one. That's good, right? Less trouble for us. We should bring the bikes around back. Okay. I'll tell Jay. Well? Nothing. But we need to move the bikes. I don't want to stay long. Jay, we're just going to take a couple minutes to eat, drink, and stretch. We'll be back on the road in no time. Now help me. We walked the bikes to the back and propped near a large dumpster. That way they couldn't be seen from the road. That's good. What's that? Ambridge walked out of the back door with a cardboard box under his arm. Beer? Sadly, no. Fruit drinks. Zero calories. Really? I'm surprised you found anything in there. Probably not that good. Well... Well, it's a change from water. You got room on your bike? I'll make room. Or hell, Jay could sit it on his lap. Oh no. I want to drive now. <laughs> I don't think so. What? Why? Have you ever driven a motorcycle? No. That's why. So what? Have you? I think that's the point she's making, Jay. How hard could it be? It'll be hard when we're getting chased by thrashers and you gotta weave in and out of stalled cars. And we already had a couple run-ins with him today. None of them got close. Exactly. This is bullshit. You guys are tagging along with me. This is my journey, not yours. Wrong, buddy. This is all of ours now. Yeah, but if it wasn't for me, you guys wouldn't even be out here. Is that a good thing? I can take care of myself. It's all of us, Jay. Maybe when we come up to some clear spot, we'll switch off, but there are a lot of meandering roads here. Narrow roads surrounded by forest and who knows what else. We're helping each other, Jay. All I could do was shake my head. They were treating me like a child. <sighs> Whatever. Where are you going? To take a piss. Do you guys want to help me with that, too? That, I think you can handle. But let us know if you need help on the zipper. I didn't find that amusing. I just made for the nearest bush around the corner. <laughs> he's funny when he's angry. Sometimes it's like having a younger brother. You don't think he's really mad, do you? If he is, it won't last. Why's that? We're traveling with him. For him. He knows that. If you say so. But he's made it very clear that we're the ones tagging along. And I'm sure he'll keep reminding us of that. Guys? What is it, Jay? Zipper trouble? You might want to see this. I had a feeling they were talking about me, but I didn't care. They needed to see what I just found. Do we have company? Kinda. What the hell does that mean? Follow me. Ambridge and Kylie followed me to the bushes bordering the pavement. Be careful. What is it, Jay? There. I pointed behind the bushes. There. A shrieker lay, skeletal and dying. What the hell? What's wrong with it? The creature was on its back. The stomach concave and the neck crooked. 
It looked as if it were starving. I think it's dying. From what? The thing could barely move, clawing weakly at the grass already underneath its hand. I, uh, I pissed on it. What? By accident. I didn't see it at first. It doesn't look like it was shot. Maybe an animal got to it? I don't think so. It looks old. Look at its skin. We haven't seen one like this before. Definitely not in the city. No. Usually they're running, trying to kill us. Should we put it out of its misery? I'm not wasting a bullet on it. What if it calls others? I don't think it can. Move. There. Taken care of. Kylie had shot the shrieker through its eye. She then walked up to it and yanked the arrow out and wiped it on the grass. (laughs) Now... Who's hungry? After lunch, we jumped on some gravel roads and headed through a valley. There were only a few stalled vehicles along the way. Very few blocked the road. We eventually made it back to the asphalt when the sun began to set. Over here. What's up? We haven't seen anything in hours. It's going to be dark soon. The last thing we want to do is travel along dark roads on loud-ass bikes. Where do you want to set up camp? Not a lot of cover out here. We weren't surrounded by woods anymore. Now it was desert. Maybe we can hide the bikes behind some shrubs and then hike up to that plateau. That's not an easy climb. That's good. And it overlooks the whole valley, but won't have any surprises. Let's do it. There was no way we could make it to the very top. We would need rock climbing gear for that. But we still climbed pretty high, reaching a flat area for a vertical cliff wall. Alright, looks like we can't go any higher. That should be okay. We'll stay behind this rock and take shifts. At least we can see the bikes from this spot. We can see a lot from here. Jesus, look at that view. No shriekers, no thrashers, no ships, no alien vegetation. It's been a long time. Sun's gonna be down soon. Let's eat and figure out shifts. Jay ended up taking first watch. I got a few hours of sleep, but it wasn't good sleep. I guess I got used to the comfort of the zone, and now being out here, just the three of us, it was hard to relax. I heard Jay wake up Kylie as she took second watch around midnight. I got some more sleep, but it was off and on until Kylie tapped me for my shift. Ambridge, you're up? I am up. Couldn't sleep? (sighs) A couple hours in. I feel you. It's not the same as the zone. There's comfort around that many people. Anything of interest? Saw a car drive by a little while ago. That was surprising. Heard some coyotes. That's it. Did the car come from the west? Yeah. Might be a good sign. Think so? Means there could be survivors and possibly thrasher free. Well, nature is thriving. Think you mean surviving? I don't know. The land out here, 
it's untouched. Surprising? I guess I assumed everything would look like the city. When Jay and I were traveling to Denver, we saw a lot of both. Most cities and towns were hit with the alien vegetation sprouting up. Wide open areas, it was like nothing changed. I've heard about the ship spraying that stuff. They're spreading that vegetation. Thrashers eat it, but there may be more to it than that. Like? The fact that it's growing so rapidly makes me think they want their world to look like this. Their world? I don't think they're leaving. And the fact that they were building something downtown. Who knows what it was, but vegetation is a dead giveaway. Well, I've gotten that plant life on me before, and... And nothing happened? I mean, I always washed it off when we got back to the zone. Me and Jay were sprayed with it. What do you mean, sprayed? The ship came by, we were in a car at the time, but when they spray, it's powerful. Shit came through the air vents, hit us hard, we were covered in it. That had to be a while ago. It was, and since we're fine, I mean, it's gotta be non-toxic. It's cause it's growing here. What? It's growing here. They probably need same atmosphere. What's he saying? Same atmosphere? Jay? I think he fell back asleep. Jay. Yeah, he's out. Same atmosphere? He means the plants? Since the plants can thrive here on Earth? Or should I say survive? No, no, they're definitely thriving. Oh, shit, they're surviving too. Jay mentioned that before. The plants growing here, they must be similar to the plants on Earth. Maybe why you guys haven't experienced anything from the contact. Yeah, honestly, I expected to turn into one of those things. I think we both did. Glad you didn't. Otherwise, this trip would be a lot different. Yeah. You mean you wouldn't be on this trip? Exactly. You know, I gotta ask, why are you here? (laughs) You don't want me? I didn't say that. Just curious. Did he say to convince you? It didn't take much convincing. I didn't mind the zone, but things were changing. Me and Chris were gonna leave soon. Probably Roger, too. Leaving me with Sammy, Lane, and Travis. Not to mention, the encroaching vegetation in that fucking crater in downtown. The stalkers, or whatever else was in that ship, are planning something. Building something. Odds are, that zone will have to keep pushing back. Plus, I get to see more of the country. Maybe there is a better place. Sadly, San Diego ain't it. Regardless of whether we find Jay's friends and family or not, I think after, we should head north. Mia had the right idea. North to where? Canada, Alaska... Somewhere in the wilderness. Someplace untouched? Like here? But not here. Somewhere further from any of the big cities. Somewhere further away from any place that's been hit. Right. I'll agree with that. I felt like there was another reason she came with us. And that reason was Jay. But I decided to keep that to myself. Uh, Atmosphere. (laughs) Atmosphere? We still on that? Jay is. Well, I'm gonna get some sleep. Sun will be up soon. Okay. I got up and made my way to the ridge. The moon was partially blocked by clouds, but I could still make out the road. As I watched over the still land, I thought about hunting trips with my dad. Just me and him in the woods, waiting patiently for a buck to appear. Mom always thought it was good bonding time for me and dad. We never talked much. Maybe on the drive there and back, but never in the woods. And most of the time, the only thing we ever talked about was movies, sometimes music. He wasn't a talker. There was only one time in particular that I remember Dad opening up when him and Mom were thinking about getting a divorce. He actually confided in me. Don't tell your sister, he said, and I never did. Dad told me the struggles he and Mom were enduring, and that's when a change of scenery came into play. We moved into the city, away from the country. Things seemed to get better after that. The divorce never materialized, and my dad never mentioned it to me again. 
After the move, we only went hunting a few more times, and we went back to talking about movies and music. Kylie, you up? Jay? Shh. What? Ambridge. What's going on? Oh, shit. Don't move, Kylie. I'm not. I stood up to see the tail of a rattler sticking out the top end of Kylie's sleeping bag by her armpit. The tail wiggled a bit. Let me grab a stick. No. What? Hold on. Jay, what are you doing? Is it on your leg? I, I I don't think so. It's by my leg, though. Inside or outside? What? It's inside the sleeping bag. No. I mean, is it in between your legs or not? It's not. Jay, we need to pull it out. No. If I grab it by the tail, it could bite her. Jay, stop. It's moving right now. I see it. The outline of the snake was evident, but I wanted to see if I could locate the head. Maybe it'll come out? I don't think so. We need to do something. I am. The tip of the tail still stuck out of the sleeping bag. It wasn't moving. It stopped. No, wait, it's moving again. There it is. I see the head. I picked up a stick. I thought you said no stick. Jay, what are you doing? Uh, I'm gonna try something. Try something? I'm not great with snakes. Neither am I. Neither am I. But this happened to Ava when we were in the Everglades. This is what Mark did to get her out. It was a rattlesnake? Water moccasin. Way worse. And actually more aggressive. Although, not many people die from... Jay, maybe you can lecture us later? Sorry. I waited for the snake to move again. This time I was able to locate its head in the bottom corner of the sleeping bag. Kylie, on three, you need to pull yourself out of the bag. Okay? Okay. Ready? Yeah. One... Two... Three! I slammed the stick down lengthwise onto the snake's head and kept it pinned as Kylie shuffled out of the sleeping bag. Oh, shit. Back away, guys. As Ambridge and Kylie moved back, I kept the stick pressed firmly on the snake. I unzipped the sleeping bag and flipped it open, revealing most of the snake, save for the head. As the body began to curl, I leaned back and released the snake. The head retracted and the mouth opened, revealing four-inch fangs. Uh, How do we get it out of the sleeping bag? I don't know. What did Mark do? I can't remember. He may have just shoved it with the stick. And that's what I did. I put the tip of the stick underneath the main part of its body and lifted until it was clear of the sleeping bag. As the snake started to slide off, I tossed it and the stick onto the sand. It quickly slithered into some shrubs, out of sight. Well, that sucked. I thought you were going to kill it. No, I don't like snakes, but I do like animals. Well, nice going, Evett. Even Mark like having you around during camping trips. No. I may like animals, but I don't get along with a lot of them. Once at Yellowstone, I was chased by a bear. Had to jump into a river to escape. Couldn't find a big enough stick? Ava and Mark were making fun of me, but that bear was huge. That snake was huge. See? I'm useful. 
Okay, you definitely proved yourself. Now let's pack up and get on the move. You good? Yeah. Yeah. Missing the zone? Just a tad. We quickly packed our things and made for the bikes. As long as this road stays clear, we'll keep on it. We finished latching our packs to the bikes and walked them to the road. <sighs> okay, Jay. Here. She slapped the bike key in my hand. Is this a thank you? Just don't crash. Ambridge smirked as he climbed up onto his bike. Go ahead. I smiled and jumped up. Kylie climbed on behind me. Let's go. End of All Hope Written by Robert M. Lamb Edited by Issa Yazdazade Starring Hope Ennis as Ava Nick Engelhart as Mark Adam Jetmore as Jay Jack Austin as Ambridge Ariel Hack as Mia Gina Coyle as Kylie Chris Tolley as Teddy Jody Swenson as Stephanie Catabelle as Madison, Gareth Thomas as Sammy, Crystal Hall as Lane, Michael Moman as Roger, and Ian Feller as Hudson. Co-starring Justin Alderson, Brian Messick, Sylvester Jacu, Corey Pettit, Brett Wilkins, Amber Simpson, Nora Darling, Joseph Harmon, Mark Karoftis, Megan Austin, and Robert M. Lamb. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, Eldritch T'Challa of Nemesis Black at ReverbNation.com slash Nemesis Black, and Amber Lynn Nicole at YouTube.com slash Amber Lynn Nicole. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit www.7lamb.com for other audio dramas such as this one. This has been a Seven Lamb production. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.